Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do I asked Stumbledore if I could be sorted He said sorry Leslie But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure You're not a wizard, you're a bureaucrat Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. We're gonna sort something, Alex. What are we sorting today? We're sorting the Parks and Recreation Department of Pawnee, Indiana. Hell yeah. Bureaucracy! <laughs> Yay, bureaucracy! Yay! Woo! Parks and Rec is one of our favorite shows. It's the co- best. Collectively. It's my happy place. It's so good. It's just like, just go back to it and just just be happy and just just niceness. It's, yeah, it is just really nice. Like, it's a show where, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's a show that, like, resolved the relationship drama and then kept going and just gave us just nice loveliness with the couples. It, yeah. And I need so much more of that in my life. It's very good about that. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine does that a bit, too. Yeah, it's the same people, right? It is the same people. <laughs> and The Good Place. And The Good Place, which is also very good. Yeah, although anyway. the, the Good Place found a different way to torture us with romance. Yeah. We'll sort that another we'll time. T- we'll talk about that Probably, later. <laughs> you know, when season four is a thing. Yeah. But Parks and Recreation is dead. Not in my heart. It's finale, it's it's final season that was set in the not-too-distant future is already two years in the past. <laughs> Although, like, the fi- the latest scenes of the episode, I think, were, like, 2048. Okay. Because it was, like, it was it was when Jerry died when he was 100. Oh, yeah. And he, we, his 64th birthday was in 2012, so he was born in 1948, so he died in 2048. Nice. That's maths. That is the math. But you did on this podcast. That's very entertaining. Thank With you. With maths, we can solve the plots of every sitcom. Except for Miraculous Ladybug. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> they put episodes in season three that take place before episodes Wait, no, in season two. No, we're not two. talking about it right now. You brought it up! I'm sorry. Parks and Recreation. I don't know how many of our listeners know this because i don't know if we've ever like explicitly stated it but you live in the uk and i live in the us and we're a couple it's true. and we only that's s- why i sound like that <laughs> that's why you sound like that we only see each other for like a couple months of the year which is why our last few episodes we recorded a bunch while we were in the same place and yes. we're no longer in the same place it's true but while we were in the same place we were just like binge re-watching parks and rec yeah, Alex just wanted to put something on while we were having dinner, and it's like, I don't know what to watch, so I'm just like, okay, I'll just put on Parks and Rec, and it was just like, oh yeah, this is good. And this it was just, just nice, and yeah. just a good thing to just do while we hang out together. And you know what's time. weird about Parks and Rec, though? What? The fact that they started with season three. Like, they just didn't have a season one or a season two. <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. It's like, it's pretty strange that a show would just start at season three. Yeah. You know? And like, like the... what? what is that about? Let's sort some bureaucrats! Yes, let's sort Parks and Rec. 
Parks and Rec, first of all, is a sitcom about people who work in the Parks Department of Pawnee, Indiana. It's a small town. And others. And they do some shenanigans. Yep. It's fun. That's the show. Here's the thing. As an English person watching it, it's just like, wow, this is such a, an absurdly, like, over-the-top, ridiculous kind of town. And then you, like, go to America and it's like, oh no, this is just what small-town America is like. <laughs> When I was in college, uh, when okay, when people would ask me where I'm from, I would say, oh, you know, like a small town sort of east of Portland, and most people had never heard of it, so I would say, you know the town in Parks and Rec? It's basically that. Yeah. I basically live in what is Pawnee, Indiana, in, like Colt and everything. Yeah. We got murals for days. It's there true. There are murals everywhere. There's a mural to Coca-Cola. <laughs> Which is also a very Pawnee thing. Sweetums. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I basically live in Pawnee. Yeah. So, let's sort Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope's the main character. She's incredible. She does everything. She's super organized. She is a She's an incredibly hard worker. Woman. She, like, goes above just and beyond in insane. everything that she does. She, like, her, her idea of a good night is paperwork. Yeah. Like, she works for fun. She loves her job. She loves her town. She considers six hours a weird, like, an absurd amount of sleep to get. Yeah. Like, way too much. <laughs> and she's just ridiculous. She's a self-proclaimed Gryffindor. Yeah! So when we were rewatching, we like, we found an episode where, like, they're discussing their Hogwarts houses, or Leslie is with someone, and she mentions that she's mm-hmm. a, a Gryffindor, which, like, that's definitely just the writers being like, ah, that's the cool one. We'll t- say that Leslie's that. Leslie is not a griffin. No. Well, I'm... I don't think that we need a whole lot of discussion for this. Leslie is a Hufflepuff. She's incredibly Hufflepuff. Here's the thing. She does have... Like, she's a well-defined character. She's got so much of so many houses, though. Absolutely. Bonkers ambitious. Like... Yes. Her election campaign for city council features a video of her at 10 years old. It's her at 10 running for city council. Yeah, pretending to do that and... Like, yeah. she's always wanted to do this. As a child, she's already, like, knows what she wants to do. As a kid, she made action figures of her favorite, like, political figures. Yeah. Crazy ambitious. Heckin' smart. She's so freaking smart. And she is She's bra- incredibly smart. And she's so brave. She takes on so much. She's incredibly brave. Yes, More of course. More than anything she is all of the houses, but her defining characteristic, what she is more than anything else, is hardworking so and dedicated. So hardworking. If you had to sum up Leslie Nope in a, in a word, it's it's hardworking. That's, that's two words. Isn't it hyphenated? No, it's not. It's one word. Well, sounds like two words. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Look, I'm not a Ravenclaw. I don't have to be smart. <laughs> um, I I adore Leslie Nope. That's like my role model kind of thing. Like, that's the I want to be. <laughs> so Leslie's a Hufflepuff. Yes. Let's talk about Leslie Nope's best friend, Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins. Where possible, I've put, like, the full name of every character on this list because because of Chris. <laughs> and we'll get to Chris. <laughs> Chris Traeger. Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins is a nurse. Anne Perkins is a beautiful, sophisticated newborn baby. She's a Wonderful tropical sunfish. <laughs> <laughs> She's the catalyst for the show. Yeah. At the start of the show, Leslie's tr- like trying to be make anyone care about parks in the slightest, 
and like to do anything. Anne's complaining about a uh, a, a pit? pit. A pit. She's complaining about a pit that's behind her house where her then boyfriend Andy broke his leg. And so Leslie's like, "Well, the only thing I can do is parks, so I'll make it a park." And then, like a billion years later, it was a park. Yeah. And then, like that, like kickstarts the show into happening. And then Leslie and Anne become best friends. And yeah. Yeah. Like apart from Leslie's best friend, who is Anne? Um, she's kind of hard to <laughs> nail so, down, actually. Anne's kind of the straight man of the show, in that, like, yes, everyone else is insane around her. Yes. There are other characters who fulfill that role as well, but I think she is that more than anyone. She is one of the more down-to-earth characters. Yeah. Every other character will constantly be doing stuff that will put their life in danger, and she'll just be like, no, don't do that, you'll die. Like, no, you can't do that, that's medically impossible. Hey, don't eat those spray-painted M&Ms. <laughs> hey, don't... Like, don't. You can't <laughs> chug a gallon of milk in, in, in 30 seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Anne. Without Anne, everyone would have died at some point between seasons <laughs> two and three. Would have been dead. <laughs> she goes through a lot of boyfriends. Like a lot of her, a lot of what's going on in her own personal thing is like her, like her relationship stuff. So like she goes out with Tom, with Chris, with a bunch of side characters, and she notices that like her personality sort of changes based on like who she's dating at the time yes. so then she sort of tries to like figure herself out for a while she's very adaptive um, she adapts to the people around her yes what house is that um <laughs> she's she just kind of goes with the flow sure you know yeah i remember when we were watching something happened like i knew what house ann was in and now i can't remember what it was but i remember turning to you and being like look i know we're not sorted right now but what a insert house move. It might have been Hufflepuff, but I can't remember what so, it was. She's incredibly loyal she to She's very loyal to her friends. To everyone yes. around her. She's very self-sufficient. She does have that period where she is just taking on the, uh, like, personality of her boyfriends. But, like, when she realizes that, she then, like, tries to be more insular and, like, work on herself and improve mm -hmm. herself. To the point that she, like, briefly considers having a baby via IVF. Yeah. And then, like, so she ends up having a baby... And like she's gonna have a baby with her ex-boyfriend Chris as the father, but not as a couple. They're just gonna have the baby, but instead of being a sperm donor, they just they just like have sex and get pregnant. <laughs> and then at some point after that, they're just like, oh wait, we're basically a couple. And also, why aren't we a couple? Let's be a couple. And then they're a couple. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go let's go through the knots. Not Sylvan. She's not 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 Slytherin. She's not crazy ambitious. Maybe or... Gryffindor, but I don't think so. I'm leaning towards Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Yeah. So he, she is incredibly smart. She is incredibly smart, but does she like, would she... But does she value that? Does she value her intelligence or her loyalty to friends? I'm genuinely not sure. What are you narrow? What have you narrowed it down to? Well, it's, it's Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw for sure. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Like she, yeah, she is super loyal. She's kind of hardworking, not like, not like the most hardworking. Yeah, I'd say she's hardworking. I mean, compared to, compared to, like, Leslie Nope, yeah. no one in the show seems like they're hardworking. But compared to, like, a normal human person, she's, she's a hard worker. But, like, that's the thing. Leslie, like, puts hard, like, working hard as part of her identity. I don't, I wouldn't say yeah. Anne does. But maybe she would, like, identify more with the loyalty. Or, mm -hmm. or is it the intelligence? She's is super it... loyal. <sighs> she's a tough one. She is. Hit me with your take. What do you think? I am leaning towards Hufflepuff. Okay. Okay, let's say Hufflepuff. 
I think when it comes down to it, she's there for her friends. Okay. She is yeah. helpful and encouraging. Just, I don't know, wants to do right. She's a Hufflepuff. You know who's not a Hufflepuff? Who's not a Hufflepuff? Tom Haverford. Tom Haverford. <sighs> I don't like Tom. <laughs> yeah. Tom is... I'm indifferent towards Tom. Tom is a selfish, e- egotistical narcissist. He makes everything about himself. He gets better. By by the end of the show, he grows up a lot yeah. and gets, gets a lot better. Okay. But for most of the show, he's just a baby. It's like Jean Ralphio is introduced as his best friend and like <laughs> is in many ways similar to a greater extreme. And with Jean Ralphio, we're like, the whole point is we're not supposed to consider him like a, a good. He's not a good person yeah. at all. But like He's too far gone. <laughs> but like Tom is not much better. No, especially not earlier on yeah. with like entertainment seven twenty <sighs> and whatever. I I'm just thinking of like when Leslie's trying to get elected and he's making it all about himself. And like yeah. I get that like he was worried because his business was it was going out of business. But that's because he was garbage at business. Yeah. <sighs> he's like, what if we just have debt left friend on retainer? <laughs> Stupid. It, was stupid. My dude, get it together. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move quickly. So like, I'm just gonna. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's better. I was taking that opportunity to stretch as well. Do right. Okay. Everybody, every, hey everybody, take a stretch. Whatever you're doing, unless you're driving, uh, just uh, stretch your arms above your head and then out to your side. If you're sitting in a chair, sit up straight. Like. Sit up straight. Stop slouching or hunching. Do some stretches. Just take a moment for some self-care. We love you. Yeah, we love you. Uh, you know, relax your shoulders, stop clenching your jaw. Tom Haverford doesn't love you, because you're not Tom Haverford. <laughs> Tom Haverford loves himself. Tom Haverford is a Slytherin. He's very Slytherin. Can we just... Yeah, he's Slytherin. He is incredibly ambitious. <laughs> His negative and positive traits are all very Slytherin, is the thing. Yeah. And he's super ambitious, yeah, that's, that's... but he's also self-centered. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. Swan Ronson. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. I have before me on my desk a bust of Ron Swanson's head. That Just like Ron Swanson. It's good. It has a little plaque that says, give me all of the bacon and eggs that you have. Breakfast food is good. I'm hungry. Ron Swanson is a... He hates government, so he joined the government to take down the government. Basically, yes. Gryffindor? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd say he's very Gryffindor. He's very, like, self-reliant. Yeah, he's a weird kind he, of Gryffindor. Yeah. Um, but he is super loyal. So to- loyal to his friends. And he hates and he hates to admit it. He does. He's a big softy. O- over the years, I've come to consider you a workplace associate. <laughs> yeah. Generally speaking, he kind of hates everyone. Uh, but he doesn't. He cares more, much more than he lets on. He, he hates people knowing that he cares about them, but also he walks Leslie down the aisle at her wedding. Because, yeah, <sighs> Leslie is his, like, absolutely his best friend. Slash daughter. It's good. He's very good. <sighs> yeah. I do, yeah, I do want to say Gryffindor. I'm not quite sure how, Yeah. what qualities exactly to tack on to that it's more like an air yeah like sometimes he, it, sometimes you just feel it in your gut they got a vibe he's bold he's boisterous he's he knows what he wants he ultimately will do the right thing yeah he's he's kind of on the border of gryffindor and slytherin but like but it's in a weird way because he's not really cunning 
all no. ambitious that much. No, not like, at he all. Just, He's like he the opposite of ambitious. <laughs> he wants to keep to himself, but also he loves everyone around him. Yeah. He's an enigma. He is a bit of an enigma, but I I do feel I feel Gryffindor like in in the bottom of my heart. I can just feel it. He's a Gryffindor. Yeah. April Ludgate's a Slytherin. April Ludgate is very Slytherin. But like ugh, April. Uh an excellent Slytherin. She starts out as like the kind of gothy intern, but then like rises through the ranks so much to the point that like she's like she's yeah. often rivaling Leslie by like near the end of the show in a lot of ways. So like, April hates the idea of anyone thinking she's ambitious. She values people thinking that she doesn't want to do anything because she's lazy, but like also she when she cares about something, she really cares yes. about it and yes. really gets into it. Thinking like dog park. <sighs> yeah. And her feelings for Andy. I love it. There's some like images that like make the the thing clear, but her and Andy are like the ultimate cat and dog couple. Like she is the angry yes. cat, he's the happy puppy. Yes. And it's just like the quote like Someone will die. A fun. A fun. <laughs> hey, what are we? What are we? Are we a cat and dog? In a in a sense, in that you sleep all the time. I'm definitely a cat, but I'm not an angry cat. No, you're a lazy cat. Yeah. But also, you're stupid hardworking. <laughs> you want to be a lazy cat. That's why I sleep all the time. Is because I work so gosh damn hard. Just like a cat does when it. Cats work really hard at napping all day, so they have to sleep. <laughs> I, d- I think you're you're a bit of a puppy. I'm a bit of an Andy Dwyer. Should we discuss Andy Dwyer? Let's talk about Andy Dwyer. Andy Dwyer is a puppy. Andy Dwyer is a puppy. He's a good okay, boy. Let's get out of the way. In, in season one, he's a pile of human garbage. Yeah, but we're not. That doesn't count. Don't worry about it. it didn't exist. He was he was a recurring character, not a main character, and he was supposed to be written off after season one. But the characters liked Chris Pratt so much that they made him a main character. And then they completely turned his character around. Wait, wait, wait. You said the characters liked Chris Pratt so much. Everyone liked Chris Pratt so much. Who wouldn't like Chris Pratt? Yeah, just everyone Everyone loved him. And they're like, we gotta keep this guy. Let's rewrite him so that he's better. And keep him forever, please. They could have a sitcom. And it's just like, everybody loves Chris. <laughs> Was, although wasn't it wait it was everybody hates Chris right and it was everybody loves somebody else it's everybody loves Raymond right and everybody hates Chris is another show I've never I've never heard of everybody hates Chris Andy Dwyer is is a good boy a Gryffindor mm, maybe or Slytherin no no he 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 has big dreams yeah that's fair he dreams He's ambitious big, but... and he achieves a lot yeah. He's a, I mean, he's a hard worker. He, like, when he does stuff, he sticks with it. Like, I'm thinking about, like, when he takes that college class. I guess. He, like, works really hard to, like, pass his, his police tests and stuff. He just kind of a doof and fails the personality test. Mm, I don't want to just get into a habit of just putting, like, the nice people in Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's... It's not. I don't. I don't know if Hufflepuff is quite right either. No, I don't. But I don't. I don't think he's Slytherin. He's definitely okay. We can roll at Ravenclaw. Well, I don't know. Bless him. Oh, he's. Does he value intelligence? Yes. Does he? Yeah. That's why he takes on the college course. It's because he wants to like improve himself. He wants to have a better understanding of the world. But like he was gonna just take like a guitar class that he already 
knew everything and like Ron and Right, so he's not hard working, April he's were lazy. Like, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, that's that's that was just because a- like he heard what a- April was saying about like getting an easy A and was like, "Oh, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of not doing the work." But then like when he got into the women's studies class, he d- he loves he loves learning. Like yeah, that's fair. Even if he's not conscious of it, like everything, like he ha- all the conversations he had with Ron- has with Ron about politics and stuff, he loves learning. Yeah, even if he's just like he got he got a hundred percent on his written test. Yeah, for being a police officer, he's got a crazy first memory. one to ever do it. I'm going out there. Andy Dwyer is a freaking Ravenclaw. <laughs> I okay. Fight me. You know what? You know what? Sure. Yeah. Fight me, listeners. <laughs> He definitely looks up to those people in his life who he thinks are yeah. like intelligent and Ron stuff. Is a like role he super model. looks up, yeah. He super looks up to Ron and even to Ben to some extent. Yeah, and like absolutely to Leslie. Yeah, um, and like all of those people are are very intelligent people, and he he does try to improve himself and be smarter. And he's he's definitely a very creative person. Uh, oh, yeah. Like he's he's musically oriented and also just like acting and. Role playing, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like he also like acts, just acts out entire films that he's got committed to memory because he's got a yeah, he's got a crazy good he's memory. Got, he's got a crazy memory. Yeah, you know what? Fine, yeah. Andy Dwyer's a Ravenclaw. It's a weird Ravenclaw sorting, but I yeah, I like it. Look, Ravenclaw can't just be the house of people who are always the smartest. Yeah, because you get, I mean, you get your your Lockhart's and what have you. Should we separately sort? Burt Macklin and Johnny Karate. <laughs> I don't know. Burt Macklin's a Gryffindor. And Johnny Karate's also a Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of transitions. Oh no, Alex, We the parks department's run out. The city, but Pawnee's low on money. We're going to have to call in some people from Indiana. Whoa. Indianapolis, whichever one it is. Indianapolis. Indiana's the state. Whatever, they're the same thing. Nope. Who are we going to call? Who are we going to call? Ghost. Bus- Ghostbusters. Wait. <laughs> Who are we gonna call? Chris Traeger. Chris Traeger. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Alex, who's Chris Traeger? Chris Traeger is. What is his job title? I don't know. He, I don't know what his he job title. En- he comes in and he fixes things. Yeah. He's another one who was originally supposed to be a short-term character. Who and en- mm-hmm. but they ended up loving R- Rob Lowe, the actor, so much. That they brought him back yeah. as a main character, and like you can see where he's written out of the show, like originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then yeah, he just yeah. comes back and is just gets a new job as city manager, and then he's suddenly yeah. everyone's boss. But then like, I love it. Then when Leslie gets elected, he's like, "Actually, now you're my boss," and she's like, "Right, then why am I so afraid of you?" Because he is. He's got like an energy about it. He's he is <laughs> he is energy. <laughs> he is energy. Um, he's he's a very like like super positive, weirdly positive. Yeah, like he's always looking on like the bright side of things. He's always smiling. He's always like exercising and running around. So, to the extent to that like, healthy, he uses Ben to deliver the bad news and like especially early on. Yeah, because like he can't. He's like all positive. Yeah. To the point where, like, it's kind of a detriment in 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 ways. Like, uh, he he breaks up with Anne, and she doesn't realize that she's been broken up with because he was so like happy, like happy go lucky and friendly, so pleasant. Yeah, pleasant. 
bonkers health nut because he almost died as a baby. Yeah. And he wants to live to 150. Yeah. I'm gonna say Chris Traeger is a Gryffindor. Really? Mm-hmm. I would say a Slitherpuff. Oh. He is he's incredibly ambitious, as we as I just said. He like he's not necessarily ambitious in his work life. I mean which he kind of is. But he's ambitious in his personal life in a lot of ways. He wants the best for himself. Mm -hmm. But also he works incredibly hard to make that happen. Okay. Yeah. Why do you say why do you say Gryffindor though? Uh, like that's not even like on the radar for me. <laughs> I'm thinking like what is the word I'm looking for? Brave. <laughs> that's the only Gryffindor quality which really holds us back <laughs> so much. Like I cannot think of another thing that is Gryffindor other than brave. Um I mean, he is brave. What? Why was Peter Pettigrew a, a Gryffindor? He valued bravery. Did he? No, he should have been a he should have been a Slytherin. He was a Gryffindor because he had to hang out with the other Gryffindors. Yeah. No, he. He's a Slytherin. He the way he valued strength and everything. Not. Yeah. J.K. Rowling, they're calling you out. Anyway. I mean, who isn't these days? But... <laughs> Chris Traeger just has like. Maybe it's more of a Hufflepuff thing, I guess. That he knows what he wants and gets it. Yeah. You know? Like, I guess determination is a Hufflepuff thing. What qualities are Gryffindor? You might belong in Gryffindor where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring, nerve, and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. He's got kind of like a boldness about him, I think. I think that's where I'm yeah. getting Gryffindor vibes. Yeah. But you're right. I do... Eh, Hufflepuff or Slytherin are probably a better match. Yeah. I, I I'm more inclined to say Hufflepuff on him. Okay, I was I was probably but, leaning towards Slytherin, I guess, but I yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hufflepuff seems weird. He doesn't seem particularly loyal. Mm, no, no. I mean, I guess he's hardworking, but like mostly in regards to his like health and athleticism, which feels more Gryffindor than to me. I th Would you say he's he's not? No, he's not patient, is he? He kind of expects like results from things very quickly. Yes, he's very fast-paced. He's not particularly patient. Yeah. Okay. We'll go Slytherin. I'll take I'll take Slytherin though. He's ambitious. We've got, we've got some like like weird kind of versions of of houses here. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. You know who I don't think is a particularly weird version of any house? Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt, who is a Ravenclaw. Ben Wyatt's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> like he's a no big question. old nerd. He's the biggest he's nerd. Such a nerd. But not he only that, but like he like values that. He he does claymation for fun. <laughs> he was depressed at the time, but yes. <laughs> what he wanted for his bachelor party is my idea of a good Friday night. What was his bachelor party? Playing Settlers of Catan. <laughs> nice. And then he made his own game that's like way more absurd. Yeah, he did. He makes his own board game. And like he like several times he's almost had a job being the accountant for accountants, which in Jean-Ralphio's words means at the accounting firm, he'd have the boring job. Yeah. <laughs> he's so nerdy that he's cool to the accountants. Calculator. <laughs> um, also, when they take him for her, uh, the treat yourself <laughs> day, the thing that he gets is just like a Batman costume. He uh, he gets really far in life, but like not by being particularly ambitious, just by being really good at what he does. To the point that everyone just notices mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, you, you want to have this job? Yeah. When he was 18, he got elected mayor <laughs> and spent the entire town's budget on an 
like ice skating rink extravaganza thing called Ice Town. Ice Town. And like spent the rest of his life trying to make up for that mistake. And so he's always worked hard. He's like to be fiscally responsible in particular. Mm-hmm. For what it's worth, he's super loyal to at least Leslie and also everyone else, all of the, his other friends. He's oh he's yeah a good boy. yeah. There's there's definitely a Hufflepuff he's a good streak boy. there. Because he is hardworking and loyal and everything, but... He's kind of my fave. Oh, yeah. I I love Ben. Ben is your fave the way that, like, Leslie is my fave. I connect with Ben. Yeah. that That's what I mean. Like, in the same way that, like, I I feel a kinship with, like, Leslie Nope. And then we say the words that they say. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. Alex. Yeah? Alex. Yeah? I think it's time. <sighs> it's time. For the lightning bolt round. <laughs> we said, we said last time it's got to get bigger and badder every single time. Uh huh. I think there's an, a limit on that. First up, we've got Donna Meagle, who only doesn't make the cut of the main character because we don't have time. Yeah. Um, Donna Meagle is a Gryffindor. Really? Mm-hmm. I decided Slytherin. Ooh. She's, like, she She is very... Yeah. No, okay, Sl- Slytherin's good, too. It's, like, right on that line for me. Yeah. How about Gary Gergich? <laughs> Gary Gergich, because I gave him his real freaking name, damn it. Yeah, it's Jerry. He's known for most of the show as Jerry, but that's due to, like, a mistake. He's sometimes known as Terry, sometimes Larry, but his actual <laughs> name is Gary. Yeah. Thanks to Donna, he ends up getting known as Gary again by the end, and I love that moment so much. That is nice, and yeah. He's very, very Hufflepuff. Absolutely. He works so freaking hard, and he loves working hard. Yes. But, and unlike Leslie, he has zero ambition. Yes. <laughs> he's content to just work hard. jean Raphael. The worst. He is the worst. But in a way that I love. I love John Ralphio. He's one of those characters who's very fun to... He's just fun. Like, you hate him, but you love him. You love to hate him. He's a Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, Perd Happily. The word with Perd is... He's a... Fuck. That's better... <laughs> That's, be... That's better if I'm ready to say what he is. <laughs> Perd Happily is kind of the absence of personality. He's what happens if you have a person <laughs> and you drain all the personality out. <laughs> so by book standards, he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he, you know what? Yeah, the word with "perd" is he's a Hufflepuff. Thank you. What the hell is a Hufflepuff? <laughs> Next, we got Lucy. Uh, Lucy, I'll say Gryffindor. She's a ve- yeah, yeah. You you got to be brave to put up with Tom. <laughs> it's true. How about uh, Marlene Griggs? Nope. Leslie's mom. Mm, I want to say Gryffindor leaning Slytherin. Yes, sure. Mona Lisa Sapistine. Mona Lisa is probably also a Slytherin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not really remotely different to Jean Ralphio. No, she's she just, she's just female Jean Ralphio. Yeah. How about Dr. Sapristine? But he's the Fonz. He's Fonzie. Oh. And he's also Slytherin. Wait, you didn't know that? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's played by Fonzie. Cool. I'm jealous that you get to sort Tammy too. I love Tammy. Uh, this is the librarian one, yeah. Yeah. Tammy too is 
probably a Slytherin. Super Slytherin. She wants what she wants, and she will do whatever it takes to get it. She's a chaotic being. My favorite part is the fact that she, like, her actress and Ron's actor are actually married. And so, like, it just gives them such a fun dynamic in the show. Yeah. They love fucking with each other. Yeah, it's very, like, you can tell. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's good. Yeah. Diane Lewis. Ron's final wife is Gryffindor. Yeah. She yeah. She's no nonsense. She gets it done. Yeah. She's straight. She's to the point. You get to sort Councilman Hauser. <laughs> Councilman Hauser is a Ravenclaw. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How about Jeremy Jam? Slytherin. I don't know why I did that voice. He doesn't <laughs> deserve that. <laughs> you just got jammed. Jammed. I hate he's, he's not a character that I love to hate. I just hate him. <laughs> Yeah, I also just hate Sewage Joe. Sewage Joe is a Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's pretty. He was pretty bold. He's pretty brave. Pretty, yeah. pretty bold move there, my dude. And he wasn't ashamed to admit it either. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How about is it Ken Hotate? Ken Hotate. Ah, uh, he loves to fuck with white people. Hell yeah. And he usually he usually gets on with Leslie because like Leslie does put in actual effort. Yeah. Uh, Gryffindor. Sure. Ethel Beavers. Ethel Beavers is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> She's so hardworking. Is she? Yeah. Do you remember, like, when they they like go down to the basement to like do some work or whatever, and like that's where you first meet her. Um, the fourth floor, but right. I I think it's I always think it's in the basement because it's awful. Um. <laughs> so like they they go work with her for a bit. Um. And she... Doesn't care about anyone or anything? But she cares about the work. Okay. She sticks to the rules. She files the paperwork as needed. Yeah, anyway. Let's go, she... go, 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 go. And she... Stop sorting does her! Does nice things. I'm sorry, Joan Calamezzo. I have a lot Joan of Calamezzo's feelings a... about about Ethel Beavers. <laughs> Joan Calamezzo is a Slytherin. She sucks. Sean Amalway Tweep. Sean Amalway Tweep is a Ravenclaw. Okay, I might have said Slytherin for her, but sure. Hmm. Uh, who's Barney Varm? We, I talked about it earlier. Barney is the guy who keeps trying to employ Ben to work at the accounting oh, firm, and Ben keeps Oh, I leaving. didn't know his name. And he's very the, Ravenclaw. The accountant guy, yeah. Yeah, he's very Ravenclaw. Yeah. Brandy Max. Why did you put that on the list? She's a Gryffindor. She shows up, like, 20 times. Okay. She, Especially in season four, when she runs against Leslie. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair, fine. She's a Gryffindor. How about Bobby Newport? Bobby Newport. Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. Bobby Newport's never had a real job in his life. Bobby Bobby Newport. Newport. Bobby. Bobby Newport. Newport. Okay, Alex, we're just wasting time now. (laughs) Uh, That's your sorting. I've got something to like tell you about Bobby Newport when we're done. By the way, Bobby Newport. Oh, is it that he's? Is that he? Is it that he's never had a real job in his life? Bobby Newport is Slytherin. Sure. He wants something for nothing. Okay. Dennis Feinstein, aka Dante Fierro. <laughs> Slytherin. Yeah, he sucks. There's a lot of Slytherin. It's politics. You know what? That's valid. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Barkley. Slytherin. Yeah, also Slytherin. Joe Meagle. Gryffindor. Yeah, he's he's lovely. Yeah. 
How about <laughs> everyone's favorite Parks and Rec character, uh, Mark Brandanowitz? Mark Brandanowitz, originally second billing, doesn't even get warrant a mention. He's speaking of not warranting a mention. He's just not mentioned again in the show after he leaves. No, he in never comes up way. again. Like they just don't even name drop him as he like, just having stops been around. existing. Yeah, it's weird. He's real weird. Gryffindor. Fine. Up in horsey heaven, <laughs> here's the thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye. goodbye. You take a running leap and you learn to fly. Bye-bye, little Sebastian. Sebastian. We'll miss, miss you, you in the saddest fashion. Sebastian. Bye, 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 bye little Sebastian. You're five thousand candles in the wind. For what it's worth, that definitely sounded terrible, and that's because we were both trying to sync up with each other despite lag. Yeah, I just gave up. I was like, ah, I'll just sing. Alex, It'll sync up in the in post. Alex, what house is Lil Sebastian? Lil Sebastian is a Gryffindor. Sure, why not? Lil Sebastian is the bravest little horse. <laughs> I I don't I don't have anything. I just he's I don't know. It feels right. Lil Sebastian is a hero and a treasure. I've got I've got some news for you about um actually about three of the characters on our list. Oh, because I was looking earlier at the Wikipedia page for the finale, mm-hmm. and apparently there was a producer's cut of the finale. Which included, oh. so, like, in the finale, we're showing flash-forwards to various characters' futures. Mm-hmm. The producer's cut includes three more characters. Okay. So we get we get shown futures for Jeremy Jam. Fine. Sean Amorway Tweep. Okay. And Bobby Newport. Bobby Newport. We get to find out about what happens to him, Alex. What happens to him? Sean Amorway Tweep is uh, shown in 2018, her fiancé leaves her at the altar, and she ends up crying on a park bench, and Bobby Newport sees her, <laughs> and they end up getting married five hours later. What? <laughs> so, in the future, Sean Amoway Tweep and Bobby Newport end up married. Okay, fine. <laughs> That's, but now I need to find the Parks and Rec finale producer's cut. Yeah, good. Right, so that's Parks and Recreation sorted. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah we sorted it. We, we did. We sorted it. And what was your house hot take? Each member of the houses, like, kind of, like, it's kind of just a known thing that you can get away with not expressing any trait from a house that's not your own. <laughs> so you can be, you can just say, I don't have to be smart, I'm not a Ravenclaw, or... I don't have to work hard. I'm not a Hufflepuff. Sure. Ah, oh, shoot. I, lo- I lost something. I don't have to find it. <laughs> I'm not a Hufflepuff. I can't find things. How does that apply to you as a person? I'm not brave, ambitious, or smart. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not particularly brave. I'm not, I'm not a Gryffindor. I think I probably have some qualities from all the other houses, but uh, Gryffindor cool. at the least. If you would like to tell us what thing you are not, (laughs) (laughs) 
housewives. There's got to be a better way to phrase that. Um, tweet at us at Sorted Pod and tell us if you agree or disagree with any of our sorting, um, or if there's any characters we missed that you want us to talk about. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. Check out other shows on the network like Them's the Facts and Avocado Toast and Dice Friends and Dice Friends Time Zones Are Hard. No dice. No, sorry, Dice Friends. I think is the loading ready run one. <laughs> Look that. A lot of people play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet these days. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No dice. And time zones are hard. And... Cool tank. Steampunks. Steampunks. Thanks to Matt Majakamo for the use of our theme song, the House of Awesome theme song. And... You can find us on Twitter at SortedPod. Or individually. I'm at codename JD. And I'm at Pachu. P-T-C-H-E-W. And you should tweet us your favourite politician and we'll sort them. <laughs> JD, who's your favourite politician? I don't know, Barack Obama? Yeah, that's fair. Like, like I feel like most people are just going to say Barack Obama. I miss him. <sighs> yeah. But don't worry, it's Parks and Rec Cannon that Leslie Nope's president soon. Please, help us. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. I'm starting a new house and it's called awesome. Starting a new house, it's called awesome. Starting a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, this is Jesse. And this is Griffin. And we're Avocado Toast. We're a news and social commentary podcast by young people for young people. Have you ever wanted to know more about climate change? The social conflict in Venezuela? Or maybe why Trump sucks so bad? Then we might be the podcast for you. New episodes every week. You can find us on iTunes or Google Play. Just go and search Avocado Toast. Check us out. Eat the rich.